Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Today's episode is another clip from the second live Darren Daily Thanksgiving Jamboree mentoring session. Darren Daily community member Chuck Morelli asks a poignant question about the popular topic of servant leadership. Let's take a listen. Darren, um, I'm sure you've uh, interviewed many leaders over your time, some good, some bad. My thoughts, uh, I want to ask you a question on servant leadership and how that compares to leaderships of the past. Thank you. So a great question, uh, Chuck. I'm glad you brought it up. This is going to kind of send me on a a little bit of a rant. Uh, Yeah, the idea of of servant leadership, it it sounds great in theory. Uh, It's a great virtue signal, right? It makes you look good to talk about it. Uh, makes you look good when you write books and blogs about it and you teach it to wide-eyed, idealistic university students. But in practice, it, it, it corrupts. It, it's just chaos. It, it's kind of like communism or Marxism, right? Karl Marx can philosophize and make Marx, Marxism sound really good on paper, right? It, it's described as a system that eliminates social classes and in which goods are owned in common and are uh, all available to all as needed. It sounds nice, right? Yeah. For as a noble of an idea as one might think it is, it has consistently led to the very opposite. It's led to totalitarianism, to political repression, to restrictions of human rights, to poor economic performance, and cultural and artistic censorship. The idea of servant leadership is really, it's kind of a reaction. I would call it the inevitable pendulum swing of life to the PTSD that we suffered in the 20th century of all the top-down, hierarchical, patriarchal, autocratic, command and control, dictatorial type of leadership. And now you have this idea that managers and leaders should literally serve or be a servant to their subordinates. Incidentally, just on the pendulum swing uh, side of things, we see this play out in in, in politics, right? Just so that everyone kind of gets some context of even what we're seeing right now. We went from Dwight D. Eisenhower, uh, Eisenhower, right? You know, the military industrial complex guy to John F. Kennedy on one side, the other side of the aisle. And we went from JFK to Richard Nixon. And we went from Richard Nixon to Jimmy Carter. Extremes on, on either side, right? And then we went from Carter to Ronald Reagan. And, and, and then, you know, we've got an extra spin of George H.W. Bush, but only one of those. And then we got Bill Clinton on the other side. And then we got George W. Bush on the other side. And then we got Barack Obama on the other side. And then we got Donald J. Trump on the other side. And now we got Biden. Do you see how these like pendulum swings are just radical moves from one side to the other? They're all reactions to each other. And I think this whole leadership, uh, this servant leadership thing is a reaction to the horrible leadership style that we saw for the 20th century. So like all things in life, Where you want to land is somewhere in the middle, right? Here's why one side of servant leadership is not good. A, it diminishes leadership. Just when we need to empower our frontline team members to think for themselves, to take more ownership, and to lead themselves with self-responsibility, the last thing they need is to see their managers to be their indentured servants. I think John F. Kennedy got the direction of service correct when he said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. You see, when team members see their managers and leaders catering to their every need, their every whim, their every whine, their every concern or every distraction in an extreme manner, it creates dependency. You see this in parenting. 
the helicopter and the snowplow parents, those that step in to help, to assist, and to ease the burden of their kids at every turn. I mean, look, it's all with a loving and servant heart, but it stunts the growth of their children. They unknowingly and unexpectedly handicap their children, stifle their progress and potential. If you give a child or an employee a crutch, they will learn to limp and they will never be able to run and they will always need you to prop them up. So as the JFK quote suggests, team members should be thinking of themselves as a self-employed supplier of services, doing what they can to serve the needs and interests of their leader, of their organization, and of the mission of the enterprise. And, and this is a key point, the leaders should be doing the same, seeing their team members as their most vital VIP clients. If they take proper care of them, then they will take care of the clients, of the business, and of the mission. As the winningest coach in college football, John Wooden said, I remain convinced that compassion, sincerely caring for your players and maintaining an active interest in their lives, concerns, and motivations is one of the most important qualities a coach or leader can have. But also, make not this mistake. John Wooden was your leader, not your servant. And he was going to push you. And he was going to push you hard. And he would discipline you necess if necessary, if you didn't do your job and you didn't bring your absolute best to every practice and to every game. So that's A. B, it actually diminishes motivation. Servant leaders are naturally inclined to step in and fix problems when they occur. And this may include finishing a task that an employer or team member failed to complete. But more times, but the more times a servant leader comes to the rescue, the less motivation this gives employees to work hard. When employees believe that their manager will step in to take care of any needs they have or resolve issues that arise, they are more tempted to sit back and exert less effort in their daily tasks. A loss of motivation and productivity is one of the major limitations of servant leadership. In talking with the founder and CEO and chairman of Panera Bread, Ron Siach, I always get that wrong. Siach, I think is how you say it. Uh, I asked him, I said, what regrets or hard lessons did he learn about leadership during his tenure? And here, here's what he replied. He said, I was too obsessed with being a servant leader. Instead, I should have been a good leader. Instead of confronting people, I'd find ways to cover for them. I was willing to do their work. That hurt the organization, he said. So yes, a leader needs to address and serve the human needs of their team, but not at the sacrifice of the mission, not at the sacrifice of high performance, and not at the sacrifice of winning. What is needed now is what is called human-centered leadership, where both the leader or manager and the team member are serving each other so that they can serve the objectives of the business, of the mission, of the cause, which usually means serving the client. I, I like the way Howard Schultz, the builder and former CEO and chairman of Starbucks put it. He said the way, he says, here's what we are. We are a performance driven team through the lens of humanity. So yes, you are on this team to perform a result. And I, as your leader, I will do all I can to support you in that high performance so that together we win. 
We accomplish the mission. We deliver for the client. We make a positive impact. Now, where do you learn this complicated, human-centered leadership? How do you develop a collaborative, supportive, empathetic, engaging, empowering, and developmental relationship with team members without taking on this extreme servant leadership expectation, without losing authority, leadership, and respect, and without undermining their autonomy and their personal locus of control, and instead grow and empower their creativity, their innovation, and their personal initiative? Where do you learn that fine art, particularly in these very diverse, dynamically progressing, and ever-changing times? Well, if you haven't heard already, it is called Hero's Journey, a growth adventure to become a modern leader. That is where. I know how hard it is to learn these unique skills. That is why I design and develop this program. I've said enough about it already. You can just go to heroesjourney.com to learn all you like. And like my dad used to say, you pay for the best and you only cry once. If you enroll, we both celebrate. Here's why. I get to help you. And you, you get a better future. So, if you haven't already, just get on board. And I'll take care of the ride. That, that, that's all I can say. Okay, Darren Daily On Demand listeners, are you ready to answer your call to adventure right now? Drop what you're doing and go to heroesjourney.com to join the league of extraordinary leaders we're building in 2021. One more time, that's heroesjourney.com. This is going to be fun. I can't wait to see you on the journey.